People over the country are asking, what does Obamacare mean for the 2014 elections? Even up in blue New England, some Republicans are thinking maybe Obamacare could help elect Republicans where they cannot be elected otherwise. How do things really work? Let's ask the Weekly Standards numbers super guru, Jay Cost. Jay, thanks so much for your time. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. So how does the 2014 election look today, and how accurate can a projection be made essentially a year before any ballots are cast? Well, you know, you have to be really careful when you're projecting a year out, you know, because you don't know the political conditions that you're going to face. But, you know, you can make some broad statements. And um, I think it's probably fair to say that the House, it, it will be tough sledding for the Republicans to pick up a substantial number of seats just because they already have so many. I mean, they have 234 right now, which right. is more than they had at any point in the 1990s even. Um, so it will be tough for them to pick up seats there. Where There's real opportunity, though, for Republicans is the Senate. There's about... I would say a dozen or so seats that are in states that Republicans can win statewide in uh, and have won on the presidential level or have hotly contested on the presidential level in the last decade or so. So there's a real opportunity uh, in the upper chamber of Congress. I want to go back to the House because I know what you're saying, and there's that regression to the mean thing, that there's kind of a number that each team is going to have within a ballpark of. And so once you've already won a bunch of seats, it's hard to keep growing. But I look, uh, for example, in uh, the example of New England, where if you had said a Republican might win a congressional seat in uh, Massachusetts or Connecticut, uh, maybe pick up in New Jersey, I would have said, no way, not with the Republican brand as damaged as it is. Given how much Obamacare has damaged the Democrats' brand, so much so that on MSNBC they're saying the word itself is a slur, is it possible that you could see some seats that shouldn't even be in play put in play by Obama's terrible numbers? Yeah, it's possible. I think at least in the case of New England, we have to be skeptical because it looked, you know, right before the midterm election in 2010, it looked like the Republicans had put in play, you know, upwards of, 10 seats in New England, which is a lot, considering there aren't that many seats up there anymore. Uh, But, you know, when it was all said and done, they only picked up two seats in New Hampshire, which they have historically always been competitive for. You know, they were disappointed at Connecticut. They were disappointed in Massachusetts Mm -hmm. and Maine and Rhode Island. So I think it's at this point, um, you know, New England's flirted with the Republican Party in midterm congressional elections, but I think I'll, 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 I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach. Uh, the Senate now, what are a couple of seats that the Republicans ought to win just because of the shift in uh, the popularity numbers, the shift in the generic ballots? And then what are a couple of Senate uh, seats that, if we do win those, we'll, show, we'll be you know, a, a bellwether that, oh, my gosh, the Republicans really hit it out of the park? Well, there are three uh, seats that really at this point should just be gimmies for Republicans. These are open Senate seats in Montana, South Dakota, and West Virginia, all of which voted very strongly for Mitt Romney. I mean, um, the the uh, Montana gave um, Romney 55%, South Dakota and West Virginia gave him about 60%. So those should be those should be gimmies. After that, you have four uh, seats where Democratic incumbents are running in states that voted for Romney. Those are Alaska, uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, and North uh, Carolina. All of those states should be those. Those should be states where Republicans, you know, frankly, should win. And if they run good candidates, they should win. Which is not to say that they will. I would say probably the real bellwether state would be the open 
open Senate seat in Iowa, where okay. the Democrats got their ideal candidate. They thought Bruce Braley, who's a uh, member of the House from the eastern part of the state, but he voted for Obamacare. And if that's a seat, seat the Republicans can win, they're going to win it on the on the basis of Obamacare. Uh, and if they win that seat, then I think you could see a real a real big night for Republicans. Jay Cost, looking at the uh, polling data, what are the trends that jump out at you? Well, there's a lot of talk right now about uh, younger voters having turned on President Obama. When I saw the uh, Institute of Politics from the Harvard you know, uh, survey, where they were evenly split essentially on whether or not to throw President Obama out of office, I went, that can't be good for one of his key demos, can it? No, it can't, and that's going to be a huge problem for the president if it, if that pattern continues. I mean, look, I think the number one metric, the easiest metric uh, to follow, is just his job approval rating, um, and because that sort of is almost a universal kind of indicator. It, it sort of contains everything else within it. You know, if the number is good, then you know the the president's in good shape. If it's bad, then you know he's not in good shape. And it's really bad right now. I mean, it's not as bad as it was for George W. Bush or Harry Truman or Richard Nixon, but it is, he's gotten to the point now where in most polls he's in the low 40s. And perspective on that, Michael, is that Democrats almost never nationwide in a, two, in a two-way race, mm-hmm. when they're, only the two major parties are running, they, they never fall below 40%. So he is at the core bottom line Democratic constituency right now in the public opinion polling. Those are the only people supporting him, which is not enough to win. Uh, You know, those numbers suggest to me that he's lost almost all of the persuadable voters in this country. That is an astonishing thing to say about somebody who was presented to America as this amazing, eloquent inspirer. In other words, he wasn't hired as a policy wonk to fix problems. He wasn't a wartime president when we needed someone tough. He was specifically elected on the kind of hope and change and getting people to feel good. And we've almost never felt crappier. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because he won on a story. He had a good story to right. tell. And and it's interesting to me because it's so reminiscent of Car- Jimmy Carter's campaign in 1976. You know, Carter sort of ran as this moral healer. You know, he wasn't just going to be the commander-in-chief. He was going to be the minister-in-chief. Right. And and it was, it was a story. It was a story that was concocted by his political aides, and it was a contextual story that was premised upon, you know, the mood that the country was in at the time. It was, it, was, it was built in such a way to maximize Carter's chances of victory, and it didn't really have solid relation to the facts. And, you know, we see the same thing with Obama, I think, is that the Obama team put together a story for 2007 that fit the time, and the facts of his, uh, you know, political biography, what had been established at that point, were ambiguous and vague enough that the story was plausible, at least for, um, you know, majority of the country, but it turned out not to be true. And, and I mean, and, and it's not true in a in a basic sense. I mean, he does not have the disposition that he said that he had. You know, he presented himself as somebody who could see the other side and work with the other side, not demonize, castigate, but that's not who he is at all. He doesn't, clearly doesn't have that capacity. He thinks he does. That's the part that's the part that's the person to judge that, you know, it's not up to him to judge whether or not he's been treating his political opponents fairly. But, you know, that's the part that scares me the most is the lack of self-awareness from a sitting president. And we need to do better than that, particularly when we have to deal with very, very dangerous people around the world. Very quickly, 
Will the Republicans pick up the Senate in 2014, yes or no, Jake Host? At uh, this point, based upon recent history, I'm going to say no. I think they screw it up in the end, <laughs> like they did in 2010 and 2012. <laughs> uh, some inspiring words from our good friend Jay Cost at the Weekly Standard.